0: I'm going to get started with a pre-service prayer. Amen. Prayer changes things, right? Hallelujah. Prayer sets the atmosphere for what we're about to receive. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Bill. Amen, Bill. Come on. (laughs) Hallelujah. I want to read a word that Kenneth Copeland spoke back in 2009. He said, this great awakening that is hanging heavy over the United States, even tonight, this great awakening that's hanging heavy around the nations of the world, but most especially in this country and in Canada. This great, this great awakening that is hanging there, just hanging there to be realized and to be flowed and released throughout this nation and throughout the nations of, uh, of Canada and then in turn around the re- and, and then in turn throughout the rest of the world. The prayer, the prayer, the prayer, the prayer that's gone forth, the prayer that is going forth. That's where the power release is. That's where the trigger to these things is. That's the way you release them in your church. And thus says the Lord your God in this house, these churches that are teaching and training people to pray, of which are on this list, and many others also, those are the churches where the explosion and the Shekinah glory of God will be manifest first. The praying churches will walk in it first. And they'll say, my revival broke out over, over there. No, answered prayer broke out over there. The awakening will come out of the congregation. There is a hunger in this nation for holiness, holiness, real truth, Bible purity before God and people will run into it, houses, run into houses of worship where the glory of God is residing and hanging heavy. And they'll say, clean, clean, clean. Oh, to be clean, to be clean. And they'll run into that atmosphere, and my blood will cleanse them. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, and my word will take root on the inside of them. And this nation is headed for a Holy Ghost wake-up call. It is on us now. You rejoice, for we'll see it before many hours. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I was over by brother Copeland in 2009 about prayer. A prayer. I love that when it said, it said, oh, revival break out of there. And he says, no, answered prayer broke out over there. Hallelujah. Answered prayer broke out over there. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father, we, we lift up Dr. Savell to you right now. And we just thank you for just a refreshing over him and Brother Moore tonight. I just thank you, Lord, that both of them operate in the seeing and the knowing. I thank you as they see. As they see and as they hear, I thank you. They will release they will release the mysteries of the kingdom into our hearts. They will release the mysteries of the kingdom into our hearts, and into our ministries, into our lives, into our families, into our marriages. Oh, Father, I thank you for just just a refreshing in this atmosphere tonight. I thank you, Father, for your word coming forth tonight through, through Brother Moore with boldness. It coming forth tonight with clarity. It coming forth, Father. I thank you the anointing breaks every yoke and removes every burden. Show us your glory tonight. Oh, Father, we honor you tonight. We honor you tonight and we reverence you tonight. Oh, we reverence your presence. We reverence your presence tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you that this is, this, this place is holy tonight. It's holy because you're here it's holy because you're here hallelujah two or three are gathered in your name there you are in the midst of us hallelujah we make room in our hearts for you tonight oh father we just make ourselves like like Aaron and Moses it said they turned from the the, the noise of the people and it said they they went to the to the threshold of uh, of the throne of God and said there you spoke to them So we turn away from the things that may be going in our lives and and we, we turn aside from everything that's happening around us. And I thank you, Father, that we're open for you to speak to us tonight. Hallelujah let's take a moment just praying the Holy Ghost over over the service tonight. Kunde itor Ramandelegi ramande legi ish o tor rabaya donde remende le motor ramaya deki a tor ramande legi tor rabaya yonde le monde le mande de tor mo gombrande le boche so ramande le mo cor rabaya yonde le monde le rabaki dolana mando lokote ramaya indolo moche rabakiso so ramande le mo de brogetili di ish o tor ramaya On the remandi li kisto ramaia de la isho, deti di isho kodama, zobrogate ramande de de boosho, son de lenigidi ator rabaya, don de rimingi di ito rabai, yo ter ringe, do ter ramaso, mose gidi ashonge, do ramande lito, do shediriaso, o ramande li kion de lomosho, o tista, o ramande li tio roboso orra mama mandelechi tioso, oso orra isho, riso o chi andele ito ramande Dote ramando lo shokor rabaya yo kinderene mosho rabaya o mongende ethi andolo rabaya o chi indala brogetili broghe tiliaso broghe andolo de maya o chi andolo moshe ito robogosho o telisto. Zondele de deidirisha o kelede Moshe liko tor rabaya doke romo mondele do tor romo Gondelita o ramama mandele kitosho si rogete zokate zokade o ramama Mandelico liko tor rabaya o ramama Mandelico liko tor rabosho o ramandele keid rabosho o ramamandi toko rabaya thank you Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for your glory here. Your glory here. Your glory that's here. Your glory that's here. Your power and your presence that's here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Exactly what needs to take place tonight. Hallelujah. We draw on. We draw on heaven's supply. We draw on the heavenly supply. We draw on the supply of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you for the supply of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The supply of the Spirit. Hallelujah. That sets all men free. The supply of the Spirit. That gives wisdom and direction and guidance. We thank you for the supply of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing, hallelujah, that calls us to run faster. The anointing that calls us to build and grow the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, thank you, Father. Hallelujah, thank you, Father. As in heaven, so in the earth. As in heaven, so in the earth. As in heaven, so in this service tonight. In this service. Hallelujah, heaven in this service tonight. Hallelujah, thank you, Father. Hallelujah, thank you, Father. Oh, Ramasur Rabaya. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father, we reverence your presence. Hmm.
1: You, Trust me in all your plans in your heart. Mm. Some of you are for land, I will give you that, land. Some of you for that church, I will give
2: you that church. Mm. Know that I am a God. Thank Don't you. Father. Small anymore. Mm. Thank you, word, that to to you. Thank Thank you. Father. Thank you. you.
0: Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence that's here. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the work that you're going to do throughout this service. We make room for you, Holy Spirit. We make room in this place. And thank you that you will take us higher and higher in all that you have for us. In Jesus' name.
3: My life has been filled with extraordinary things. And everyone that is participating here will experience that same manifestation of the anointing creating more and greater in-depth, extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. Not only in their ministries, but in their personal lives as well. Extraordinary financial blessings extraordinary manifestations of favor in the name of Jesus. Extraordinary manifestations of healings and miracles and deliverances in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. And your life from this day forward is going to be filled with extraordinary things.
4: close, right? Amen? Hallelujah. You got joy? Can you do something for me real quick? Sing this one little thing. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart, down in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. You got joy, right? The joy of the Lord is our strength. Time I got the Georgia. <laughs> hey, we are totally transparent here, amen. So, Lord, we welcome Your presence here. We thank You, Father, that You're a good God, that You are so faithful, that You've placed joy on the inside of us, amen. Hallelujah! Hilarious attitude. Woo! Victorious energy. it all inside of me. I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna spin, for you have caused me to win, and you have bought for me the victory. do Supreme let you to the shout you have the shout
5: a bunch of preachers in here. They ought to know how to shout. Look at somebody and say, I'll show you how to do it and then show them.
2: Hey!
5: Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. I am so thrilled you are here tonight. Amen. I'm so thrilled Jesus is here tonight. I'm so thrilled Keith Moore is here tonight. Hallelujah. But most of all, I'm so glad my wife is here tonight. (laughs) She's responsible for every bit of this. She prayed me into the kingdom and wouldn't give up on me, praise God. And I'm so glad she didn't. Hallelujah. Amen. If I'd have known serving God was going to be so much fun, I wouldn't have run for most of my early years. But praise God I'm not running anymore for that reason But I am running, hallelujah Amen Shouting, praising, leaping, dancing Glory to God Amen Just reach over and lay your hands on somebody And say these words I'm full of the Holy Ghost Therefore I'm full of power When I lay hands on somebody Just like you Then I fully expect Holy Ghost power to flow out of me and into you. So go ahead and receive it and give the Lord a shout for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. All right, you can be seated. Hallelujah. Well, are you ready? We're going to get right into the Word tonight and give Brother Keith as much time as he needs. And so, without any further ado, let's welcome Brother Keith Moore. All right? Praise God.
6: Praise you, Lord. Praise be to God. Oh, hallelujah. We have the best jobs in the world. Is that right? Yeah. The best jobs in the world. Uh, some ministers were walking across uh, the Rhema campus some years ago, with Brother Hagen before he went home. And uh, uh, they were saying, Man, you know, you got all this overhead, and you got all these students, and, and tuition don't pay half of it, and you got all these crusades. It must be a heavy load. He said, Oh, no. No, no, no. It's the Lord's. I just run to keep up with it. The, you know, Jesus said, uh, come learn of me. I'm meek and lowly of heart. He said, uh, my yoke Easy. is what? Easy. Easy. My burden is light. If you find it heavy and hard, then you have let the enemy saddle you with some cares that you were supposed to cast over on the Lord. Huh? You hear hear people talk about burning out in the ministry. You have to be disobedient to burn out in the ministry. Are y'all with me, friends? You have to be disobedient, carrying care, and not listening to the Lord. Come on, help me out. My yoke is easy. My burden is... Light. So how's the
1: ministry? Light and easy. Woo! Come on, help me out. How How is it being in the ministry? It's light and easy.
6: Is that true or not? Now, a lot of people don't think so, but it's because they're doing it wrong. They're carrying care. Yes. They're acting like they can do things they can't do. You, you've got to acknowledge when something's beyond you. When something's out of your control, bigger than you, and you got to give it to somebody that can do something about it. And if you do, then you you don't have the care of it. You don't carry the care. I like what a, a Brother uh, DePlantis and Brother Copeland were doing a broadcast on Brother Copeland's show one time, and, and Brother Copeland asked Brother Jesse, he said, "What do you do when all these TV bills come in?" You know, he, he said, "I go, Jesus,
1: you got mail."
6: <laughs> and that's what you do. That, that's what come you do. Somebody say, "Yeah, but I got this, and the people got this problem, and, and yeah, and you're acting like you're the savior. You're acting like you're the healer. You act, you, you're that's too big for you. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Are y'all with me?" Stop it. One, one reason I, I know about this is because, uh, I'll let you sit down in a minute, but uh, I, I worked in Brother Hagen's healing school for years. And uh, in the earliest days, um, I took more care about it than I should. We saw some people get healed. We also saw some people that didn't receive. And I, was, I thought at one point, well, you know, if I, if I knew more, if I had more faith, and so I, I started praying more, fasting more, and and didn't realize it. But during the course of that, I lost my joy. That should be a big warning sign to you. But at the moment, I didn't. I didn't realize it. I'm, I was like, you know, we got to we got to pray more, and praying is good. But if you're, you know, what kind of praying are you doing? You know, uh, a lot of people just are expressing worry and calling it prayer. And so, uh, this went on for months and I lost my joy. And I realized looking back now, I realized I was no fun, you know, for my wife to be around a lot of the time. And for the guys that were helping me, I just became too, too serious, too sober. And I'm taking care about these situations. And one time in a time of prayer, um, The Lord corrected me. He said, "Uh, Keith, are you the healer? I said, well, no, sir. No, sir, you're the healer. He said, is these people receiving their healing? Is that all resting on your shoulders? Whether they get healed or not, whether they live or die, are you the healer? I said, no, sir. And he he helped me to see that being a sober and and basically a depressed Christian is one of the worst witnesses. Y'all with me? Being like Jesus, being like the anointed one, he was anointed with the oil of joy and gladness. Is that right? Above all his companions. No, it's a bad witness. He said, Keith, you're not responsible for whether they live or die. You're responsible to do what I give you to do. You preach what I give you to preach. You lay hands with all the faith you have. And once you've done that, you cast the care of the rest of that over on me and you enjoy your salvation. Come on, are y'all with me or not? You, you enjoy your salvation. I like to ride motorbikes, and he said, he'll say things to you like you understand. He said, you cast the care over on me, and then you go blow some leaves off the road. (laughs) Anybody know what I mean by that? You, you, if you're not enjoying your salvation, enjoying the ministry, you can be carrying care, try acting like you're the savior, acting like you're the deliverer, and you're not, you're not responsible for all that. You're responsible to do what he gives you to do. Do it with all you know. Then cast the care of the rest of it over on him. And then you will find it's light and easy. Can you say amen? Amen. Let's do it right now. Just close your eyes and say, Lord, Lord, I'm not the savior. I'm not the healer. healer. I'm I'm not the provider. This is not all resting on me. I'm only responsible for what you direct me to do. I do that gladly, willingly, and I cast the rest of the care
1: over on you, and I will enjoy my salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God.
6: Don't let the devil load you with care. And remember I gave you one of the best indicators if you're getting off. Did you hear it? You start losing your joy. Hmm? We should do a lot of laughing. Lot of rejoicing. Right? Or just on a regular basis? A lot of rejoicing. Glad and when you're not, it shows you're getting off. Too sober. Too serious. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, I've been privileged, uh, like Brother Jerry, to be around some of the, in my estimation, some of the most spiritual men and women around. And they have a sense of humor, don't they, Brother Jerry? They know how to have fun. Truly spiritual people are not this intense, mystical. <laughs> That's phony. That's not real spirituality. Hmm? Really, really spiritual people—they know how to have fun. They, they, they don't take themselves overly seriously. Have you seen that? And they know how—they know how to enjoy the goodness of the Lord. And this, uh, this creates a witness that other people want to be like. Hmm? They want to be like somebody that's enjoying things, and that's you.
1: Amen.
6: Somebody say, that's me. that's me. And I'm looking for some smiles. I'm looking hey. for some. <laughs> Remember now, this, this lack of joy shows a problem. It does. Don't you think, well, yeah, what you don't know, you know, all the problems in the world. You are not the Savior. I'm telling you what the Lord told me. You are not the Savior. That's right. You are not the healer. Quit acting like you are. Amen. You can be seated. Is that okay? Yes. Whew. Sure didn't plan on saying any of that. But, but here we are. It is a pleasure to be with you and an honor. Thank I thank the Lord. I thank uh, Brother Jerry. thank the Savelles. Thank you, you for receiving us like you have. And um, we're believing the Lord tonight, aren't we, for some some good things and for some results results we uh, we saw and let, let's uh, let's release faith father we agreed together for utterance anointing direction ears to hear and the manifestation of your holy spirit in jesus name amen We read this morning in Matthew eighteen, I want you to look there again, and also we'll look we'll jump from there to Acts three. Matthew eighteen and Acts three, please. We we talked this morning about reverence and the presence. Reverence and the presence. Talking about the presence of the Lord the Lord. And I want to continue with that this evening. And we are not just talking about the presence of the Lord. We are experiencing the presence of the Lord. And we are believing for a a strong manifestation of the presence of the Lord right here, right now, (laughs) tonight.
1: Are y'all with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glory <laughs> to God. Okay.
6: Uh, Matthew 18. Uh, Matthew eighteen nineteen. Jesus said, the head of the church said, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven, did you hear that phrase, touching anything? How do you touch something when you agree in prayer and faith? You actually touch it. Spiritual things are real. Amen. They're real. Uh, Romans 8, you know, talks about to be carnally minded is Death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. And you actually touch these things when you mind them. Yes,
3: sir.
6: When I was working in healing school at Brother Hagen's ministry, I saw this that uh, people would be with us. Sometimes twice a day in healing school of course we're talking about healing and faith uh, morning and night and um, I'd see people improve sometimes eighty percent in a couple of weeks or three weeks that's a lot and then be off for a week or so and and see them come back and, and they've lost a bunch of it they their, their a lot of their symptoms came back and they were in uh, you know, almost the same shape they were a month ago. and Well, you know, if that's your job, you don't like that, right? You're like, hey, we, we had made good progress. What happened? What happened? And in the time of prayer, I asked the Lord, what's going on with this? And he said, well, he said, when they're with you, their mind's on me and on healing. Can, can you see that? And so to be spiritually minded is what? Life. They actually are touching life and touching healing by having their mind on it, morning, noon, and night. Because a lot of times we'd give them assignments to go home with, you know, read healing scriptures at the room. And he said, but when they left you, they're at home and their unbelieving relatives are asking them five times a day, how do you feel? Don't give me that face of how do you really feel? Come on, can you see that? And so they're carnally minded and you're touching, literally touching spiritually, death. Does it matter what you think? How much does it matter? According to Romans 8, it's life and death. What you think. To be spiritually minded is life. And peace, to be uh, carnally minded is death. And so... um, When two people are agreeing in faith, when they put their minds, you know, when when you become one mind, one accord, great things have happened. We've seen that. You actually touch it in the spirit. And that's a good thing when it's a good thing, but it's also you can defile yourself by putting your mind on wrong things. Because the enemy says, well, you know, it it don't matter as long as you don't actually do it. Uh -uh. You know, you just think about it, you know, but you don't actually do it. Well, that's not true. Uh, Spiritually, you can defile yourself by meditating on wrong things. Because you didn't touch it physically, but you did touch it in spirit when you put your mind on it. Can you see this, friend? So it does matter. It matters a lot what we think on. That's where spiritual warfare occurs. Uh, we walk in the flesh, but we don't war after the flesh. Weapons of war or warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strong, strongholds. Casting down what? Amen. Imaginations. Hmm? Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Bringing into captivity every thought every thought to the obedience of Christ. Uh, this is how the enemy operates. He he, he he plants seeds of thoughts, and often they're accompanied with feelings, and they're real. But we need to realize how dangerous these death thoughts and failure thoughts are and, and have zero tolerance for them. We don't allow them. Brother Hagin said it like this, you... The enemy can bring thoughts, but you don't have to think them and, and let them stay there. Uh, just like a, a bird might fly over your head, you can't prevent that. But you could prevent him from building a nest in your hair. You, you you don't have to let that thought take up residency with you and you think about it night and day. That's how people become obsessed. And, and you go too far with that, you can become possessed. That's how people get to that point. Now, uh, you, you become uh, oppressed, then obsessed, and that, you had, those two had to happen before one could be possessed. And so if you stop it before it ever starts, you didn't ask for the oppression, the enemy's bringing that against your mind, but you resisted in Jesus' name. Yes. And you say, I refuse to think on that. Amen. That's not true. I call that a lie. That's not happening in my life, That's
2: right. Right? That's right?
6: I reject it. Right. You start talking like the, the, the psalmist in Psalm 91, a thousand may fall at one side, oh, wow. 10,000 at the other, it won't touch me. Right. It won't happen to me. Come on. Uh, hmm? There are times you need to speak right up, especially if something has happened to somebody around you or close to you, the enemy especially tries to use that to to plant that seed in you. And even if you don't say anything, if you let it sit there, there's this mild dread that it could happen that can develop into a fearful expectation, which is a legal right for the enemy to work this in your life. Did you know that according to Deuteronomy 28, being crazed in the wits and having mental problems and anguish is part of the curse of the law. Come on, did you know this or not? Did you know that according to Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. I want you to say something real strong. I will never
1: lose my mind. I'll be, sharp I'll be sharp and bright, and bright my, entire my entire life long. I have the mind of Christ. I, of Christ. I, will, never I will never lose my mind. Lose my mind. Never. 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 Never.
6: Don't let the devil mess with you now. About a memory lapse. I see people. They say, well, I forgot where I put this. You did that when
1: you were 20. (laughs) You forgot stuff. Right? When you were 15. Your brain
6: is not your mind. Your mind is not aging. Your mind is part of your inner man. It will never decay. It will never. Now your brain is getting older, but God heals brains just like He heals any physical part of you. Come on, is that right? It's easy for Him, but your mind is not getting older. It is not getting slower. No matter how old your body gets, your mind is not aging unless you buy into some lies and believe some junk. Your mind should be developing as part of your spiritual being, getting sharper and brighter. Hallelujah. This actually is along the lines we talked about. We talked about reverencing the presence of the Lord. Look in Isaiah 11. Look in Isaiah 11. I've used this on numerous occasions with things that I needed to do, things I needed to learn. I know I'm talking to faith people. And so I know you know your words matter. Right? Right? what you believe and what you say matters. And yet you still hear faith people saying some dumb stuff, man. <laughs> Let's quit that. Um, Isaiah 11, in verse 2, it says, The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and might now, uh, Brother Jerry made reference this morning about us having the mind of Christ. Yes. This is a description yes. of the mind of Christ. Yeah. This passage is talking about Him, but it's applicable to us because we have the mind of Christ, and He's the head, and we're the body. Yeah. The spirit of the Lord will rest upon Him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear. Of the Lord and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Come on. Do you hear these phrases? Yeah. Quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. He'll not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. Anytime it seemed like I wasn't catching on quick enough or remembering enough um, I start quoting this. The spirit of the Lord is on me. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. The spirit of wisdom yes. and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might yes. is in me and on me. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Now, you notice the fear of the Lord mentioned a couple of times here because that's key. We saw this morning the beginning. Of wisdom and Proverbs says of knowledge is the fear and reverence of the Lord. Let's say you're needing to take a class, you're needing to learn some things, you're needing to grow, and it's been forty years since you've been to school. Don't say stupid stuff. Yeah. Right? Like can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, honey, you're not an old dog, you're a new creation. Amen. Right? And though the outward man is aging, the inward man is renewed daily. Is that right? We're talking about your inner man is not getting older. He's not aging and there's no decay happening at all. Mentally, you should be getting better. Right. Better. Better. And I know you can. I had an aunt. Her name was Aunt Leo. And when she's 103, 103, you could ask her about the family tree. Wow. And without looking up anything, she could rehearse the entire family tree for multiple generations, their names, their birthdays, all their kids and grandkids and great grandkids and never miss a beat. 103. 103. You don't have to grow dim. You don't have to grow dull. It's part of the curse. It's part of the curse. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. I'll never grow crazed in the wits, not know who I
1: am or where I am. I'm getting brighter, I'm getting sharper.
6: Fear is what makes people subject to this. And a whole lot of church going people, they don't say it. They know they're not supposed to talk that way, but they fear it. Because they've seen it with other people, maybe even people close to them, and the enemy tries to plant that thought in you. Well, you know, it runs in the family, this and that, and well, you know, and, and every time any little lapse goes up, the enemy tries to jump on that. Well, look at that. See, you didn't even remember that. Look at that. Look at that. I'm telling you, you did some of this when you were a teenager. Don't fall for this. And even if there was a little something wrong with your brain, God heals
1: brains. It's easy for him to heal a brain. Easy. Easy. He can touch your brain.
6: Faster than you can blink your eye, Amen. and lesions go away. Yeah. Amen. Areas that were affected, just be checked. I'm, I'm telling you, Hallelujah. just just faster than you can blink your eye. He needs some cooperation, though. He needs us talking faith. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Praise be to God. But confess this and say this. That anytime you're dealing with something Anytime you need to learn something Anytime you need to develop in something You say the Lord makes me Of quick understanding In the fear of the Lord Amen. And I don't just judge after the seeing of my eye And the hearing of my ear But I, I just am quickened And know I know what the answer is I know which way to go Beyond uh, calculation Beyond figuring things out We have the anointing. And by the unction, we know all things that we need to know. Knowing is quicker than figuring.
1: And much,
6: much more accurate. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. We function by the unction. We're flowing in the knowing. We're quickened. By the Spirit of God, come on, say it out loud. He he makes me me. of quick understanding understanding. in the fear of the Lord. Lord. See, this is the opposite of you talking about how brilliant you are and what a brain you are. It's none of that. This is all in the reverence of him. Let's say you're about to take a test or something. You start with the fear of the Lord. You start with a prayer. Come on here you know, with me. And you say, Lord, I'm not depending on my ability. I'm thanking you. You make me of quick understanding. I reverence your spirit. I reverence your help. And in his light, you see light. And you get light, and you're quickened. Quick understanding. Somebody say, I'm quick. I'm, quick. I'm, sharp. I'm sharp. I'm
1: bright. I'm bright. Good looking. Very rich. rich. And a major blessing. blessing. That's me. That's me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. That's me.
6: That's me. me. Quick. Bright. Sharp. Now you understand faith. You especially need to say this when you feel dull and slow, <laughs> right? Let the weak say, you don't feel like saying you're strong cause you're feeling weak. But let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the slow say, I'm quick, I'm bright. Feeling a little bit dull, get that mouth in gear. I'm quick, I'm feeling a little bit slow, Get that mouth in gear. I'm quick. I'm bright. I'm sharp.
1: Sharp. <laughs> yeah, good looking. Very rich and a major blessing. That's that's me.
6: <laughs> Glory to God.
1: Glory to God. <laughs> um
6: Go to uh, Luke five, please, for time's sake. I, I mentioned Acts, but let's let's see about that later. Go to Luke five. Luke five. Now, I don't believe it was just Keith talking on, on those things. I want you to say it one more time. I want you to look at me. I want everybody in here to look at me. And there shouldn't be one silent voice in here now. I want you to look at me and tell me like you mean it. I will never lose my mind.
2: I will never lose my mind.
6: All right. I'll accept your testimony. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. Right? Uh, <laughs> Acts 3. Thank you.
1: <laughs> but that's a good
6: example. That has nothing to do with my age. Nothing. I did stuff like that when I was a teenager, exactly. right? That's right. That's
2: right?
6: Yeah, I got several things going on in my spirit at the same time. That's, uh, yeah, um, Luke 5 then, if you like that better, okay. <laughs> Luke 5, 17, it came to pass on a certain day, Luke five seventeen, as Jesus was teaching, There were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which would come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Was this a manifestation of the Spirit? Manifestation of the presence of God. Manifestation of healing power. Yes, yes, yes. And yet we see that not everybody in that house got healed. We don't have any indication that anybody in the house got healed that day. We had the four that brought the lame man from the outside that couldn't get in because of the crowd and tore off the roof and let him down, he, with the help of his friends, accessed the healing power that was available to heal them. Didn't say it was just there to heal him that was outside the house. It was present to heal them. Just present to heal anybody that was there. Why are we talking about this? Because The only one that experienced a manifestation of the power that was there for all were the people who reverenced it, who respected it. Come on, can you see this? We know from other verses of Scripture that a number of these individuals were finding fault. Now, we don't know about these, but, but we know that a number of people did not receive him Or receive what he preached. And if you go back over to Mark. Mark 6 chapter in the first verse. You see a a particularly pointed example of this. Mark 6, 1. It said he went out from there and came to his own country. And his disciples followed him. And uh, there we go. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. I'm getting there. Many hearing him were astonished. And they said, from whence hath this man these things? What wisdom is this which is given to him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Uh, This was not said just in honest questioning, this is sarcastic. This is disrespectful. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judah and Simon are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Is this disrespectful? Does that affect the manifestation of the presence? This this is such a big deal. It absolutely affects. If it affected Jesus' ministry. He's anointed with the Spirit without measure. Should we be surprised if it affects our ministry? We shouldn't be surprised. There's been uh, places I've gone. Thankfully not too many. But a few places I think in one place right now, I was there for three days ministering multiple times and was not able to get out what I had on my heart that I believe the Lord gave me to share and minister. I said, what do you mean? Why didn't you just give it out? The Bible says don't cast your pearls before swine. Don't give that which is holy to the dogs. What does that mean? Don't give precious things to people who don't value them and appreciate them. For one thing, the utterance won't come. You can only go so far. You know, remember Paul talked about this. He said, I would have gone into this or that, but you weren't able to hear it. He said, neither yet now are you able to hear it. You're yet carnal. And he talked about strife. There was a lot of strife there. So there have been other places, though, that, uh, uh, and, and this place reminds me of these places, is... You know, I'm saying things I hadn't thought of before I finished reading the text. Amen. This is revelation. That's right. What's the difference? The people want to hear it. Right. They respect it. Right? Yes. They respect it. I, I know traveling with Brother Hagin, his first call was a prophet. He wasn't a teacher and a prophet. He was a prophet and a teacher. Now, that might not sound like much of a deal, but he about got in trouble with the Lord because of that order. <laughs> the Lord had to correct him. on. You've heard his teachings. You, you might have heard him talk about it. Uh, prophet and a teacher. And so we went numerous places around the country and stayed sometimes two, three weeks at a time. And the Bible said, if you receive a prophet in the name yeah. Of a prophet. You receive what? A prophet's reward. reward. What if you receive a prophet in the name of a teacher? You don't receive a prophet's reward. Is everybody awake? You don't. You would receive teacher manifestation. What you take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet. That's how it'll be measured back to you. And so I, I, we were with him in meetings where he taught. It was wonderful. It was strong, but it wasn't uh, much of the prophet's ministry, even for two or three weeks. Then there are other places where the pastor taught his people, or the pastors taught their people on the prophet's ministry for two months before we got there. And when he stepped into the pulpit, he started prophesying. Started seeing things in the spirit. Is that a coincidence? Reverence. And the presence. Come on, can you see that? Respect. And the manifestation. Now sometimes people are disrespectful out of ignorance. They don't know. They don't realize how disrespectful they're being. And the Lord is merciful to people's ignorance. But especially if you know better, then it's a more serious thing. But that's what's happening here. These guys are very disrespectful. And Jesus said in verse 4, A prophet's not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. The tendency is, if you're around people all the time, to judge them after the flesh. But that's a big mistake. The Lord doesn't look on the outward appearance. He looks at the heart. And you want to, if you're wise, you'll endeavor to see what God sees in your spouse, in your parents. Why did he choose them? Why has he used them? It's easy if you grow up around people, if you spend a lot of time around them in the natural, you know them after the flesh. That doesn't mean you know them after the Spirit. Doesn't mean you see what God sees in them. Everybody's got flesh. Everybody's got areas they could develop and grow in, but uh, if God chose them, you ought to respect that. Yeah. If he has used them, you should respect that and, and be able to change hats. What do you mean by that? Well, it might be daddy or mama at home, but when they step up behind the pulpit, it needs to be, yes sir, yes ma'am, come on out with me. Yeah. This is not mom and daddy. This is pastor. This is prophet. This is apostle. Right? If it's your spouse, got to be able to change hats. Not just your husband, just your wife. You need to see them the way God sees them. Because see, what am I talking about? That's where they missed it right here is because they didn't see who he was after the spirit. This is who? Joseph's boy? You know, this is, they're looking at him after the flesh and it prevented manifestations of miracles in their midst on this day. The next verse says, he could there do no mighty work, save he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them, and he marveled because of their unbelief and went round about their villages teaching. Disrespect, which was connected to unbelief, shut down the ministry of Jesus in his own hometown. And certainly the servant's not above his master. Do you remember, uh, if you've heard much of Brother Hagin's testimony in ministry, that he, uh, one of the visions that he had was when he was in that tent meeting in Rockwall, Texas. And... uh, uh, he heard a voice that said, come up here. And he he actually thought it was somebody trying to interrupt the meeting. <laughs> Which gives you some insight into how spiritual things happen. Yeah. Yeah. See, he, he thought somebody, he thought some musher needs to go out there and quieten that fellow down. <laughs> but it happened again. And he said he looked up and where the ceiling should have been It was gone and he saw the master and he was caught up. And among other things, he said said the Lord told him, kneel before me. And so he knelt before him and said, hold out your hands. And he said, "Uh, I've called you and anointed you and given you a special anointing to minister to the sick. Now what uh, he didn't often say was that he pled with the Lord to give it to somebody else at that point? Because uh, you got to remember, it was a different time, and um, healing evangelists were mostly seen as charlatans and despised by many. And he just he 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 was reluctant, and the Lord had to tell him. He said, "Well, now who are you going to stand before and give an account at the end of your life? Before men or before me?" And he, Brother Hagin, humbled himself and repented and said, yes, Lord, whatever you want. And so he said, hold out your hands. And he said he put his finger of his hand, the palm of each one of his hands. And he said, when he did, they began to burn like he's holding a coal of fire. Hallelujah. Well, you know, that's reminiscent of what happened with Isaiah and and, and other, I mean, God never changes. And uh, he said, uh, now, and here's, here's what I wanted to get to. He said, now this, uh, well, I'm, I'm moving too fast. He said, uh, well, he said, this will not work unless you tell the people. What? He saw the master. He put his, his finger in his palms. This won't work unless you tell the people. And uh Brother Hagin said when he told him that, he thought, how in the world I'm going to do that? Because the vision was like an hour and a half or whatever it was. He said, if I have to tell this every time, the service will be over. And he said, the Lord kept going and said, now tell them that you saw me. Tell them that I put my finger in the palm of each one of your hands. Tell them that if they'll believe that, that is, believe that, that you're anointed, that that anointing will flow from your hands into them and drive out you know the disease and effect of healing and the cure in them. But did you hear that? It won't work yeah. unless you tell this. How does faith come? Come on, help me out. You've you got to hear it. You've got to hear it. Now, we've got reason to believe you're there in Mark, back, or go over, rather, to Luke 4. Luke, the fourth chapter. We're going to have some healings in here tonight.
2: Huh?
6: Yes. We're having healings in here tonight. Because you're believers. You don't resist this. You receive this. You respect this. So we're having healings in here tonight. Come on, say that loud. We're having healings in here tonight. Actually, I perceive by the Spirit some things have already happened in some brains. From earlier. And, and you won't know it by feeling the only thing is that problems that would have happened won't happen Amen. later on. Amen. So from one standpoint, you'd never know that it happened because the problem is not going to happen. Amen. <laughs> but uh, I saw the light of the life of God like sparkling light. Working on a brain. More than one brain. Amen. I saw it in my spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, so brains, uh, now I, I sense faith kick up. It's happening even more. Yes. It's happening even more with more people. That's, that's the best healing there is, yes. is that you're healed
1: before you knew you had an issue. Yes. That's the best, that's the best healing there is. You don't have to get over it because it
6: never happened. Preventative manifestations. Glory to God. Come on, you need to say it again. I will never lose my mind. I will never be crazed in the wits. I'll be bright and sharp and have a sound mind no fear, fear. the mind of Christ, Christ. my entire life long. (laughs) And even the physical organ of my brain is going to serve me well as long as I need it. In fact, this whole body is going to serve me well as long as I need it. It's going to serve me well. Serve me well. There's no such thing as a perfect human body on the earth today. Not a one. If you say, well, the baby was born, the baby's perfect. Now, nah, if you examine them, put them under the microscope, they're not. They're imperfections. But what we call perfect is good operating conditions. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everything works, <laughs> right? Yeah. Everything functions. And until we get changed, that suffices, yeah. right? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where, where was I? Luke, uh, Luke, four. Luke 4, yeah, yeah, good. Y'all were sharp. <laughs> Luke 4, when Jesus came out, the temptation and he came out in the power of the spirit and he went into the synagogue. He read this passage from Isaiah and we have indications from the scriptures that he did this repeatedly. This was a custom of his, that he would go in and read this same passage and start here and preach about it. And in Luke 4, 18, he said, uh, Verse 17 said he took the book of the prophet Isaiah. When he opened it up, he found the place written. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is on me, upon me, because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach or proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Why would he preach that? Why would he do it repeatedly? Remember what the Lord told Brother Hagin. This will not work. Now see, a a similar thing happened in a greater way with the Master when he was baptized in the river. You remember that? River Jordan. And he came up out of the water. The Holy Spirit came on him without measure. Is that right? He's anointed. But now this anointing is not going to manifest unless... He tells people, I'm anointed. Come on, can you see that? And they respect it. And they believe it. Which is why he would tell people, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. He's anointed me to preach, to heal, to deliver. Then he closed the book. He said, Right now, this is true.
1: This has come to pass. Right here, right now, I'm anointed to minister to you, healing, deliverance, restoration. Right now, I am right here anointed. Hallelujah. That's why, you
6: see, over and over again, it would say the people wanted to touch him. You remember that? I mean, the crowds would cry. That's why the woman with the issue of blood tried to press through the crowd to touch. Why do they want to touch him? Why? Why? Because he's saying, "I'm anointed," and they believe that. They believe that, and that faith is evidenced by respect and reverence. Somebody say, "Thank you, Lord." Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God!
1: Praise praise, praise the, Lord. the Lord. Thank you, Father, we worship you.
6: Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Holy healing power. Thank you for your anointing. 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 You for your anointing. Uh, we read in our text this morning, I want to repeat it. Jesus said, where two or three of you are gathered together in my name, in my name, in my, not, not just gathered together, but gathered together in my name, there am I, in the midst of you. Notice in John, the 14th chapter, if you'd look over there, or they'll have it on the screen, I'm sure. 1413. 13. 14, 13 Jesus said, whatever you shall ask, what's that next three three words there? In Amen. my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, if you shall ask anything, man, this is a big statement, guys. This is this is ahead of the church. If you ask anything in my name, in my name, in my name. If you gather together, in my name. Mm -hmm. Hmm? If you ask, in my name. You remember Mark talked about these signs that follow believers. In my name. Right? They'll lay hands on the... Somebody say, in my name. In, In my name. Now, in my name is not an incantation. It is not a magic formula. The seven sons of Siva found that out. Right? Because they, because they tried to use the formula. They said, we, you know, we cast you out or jure you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. But it's not, it's not like hocus pocus, abracadabra in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus has to do with acknowledging the authority of that name. The place of that name, Hallelujah, Amen. and that we are actually authorized to speak in that name as an ambassador Amen. for Christ, Hallelujah. Amen. That we have the authority to speak on His behalf in His name. In the Acts four, Acts four. Verse 29, when they were uh, beaten for preaching Jesus, commanded not to teach or preach anymore in that name, they didn't listen. They came back, got together and prayed, and instead of saying, Lord, uh, you know, help us not to have to deal with this, they said, help us to preach bolder. They're not going to quit preaching in Jesus' name. They're going to get bolder. Add to us Boldness, verse 29, now Lord, behold their threatenings and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Oh, friend, this is key too. This is key too. You can't be wavering about it. You got to be bold. Bold is not arrogant, bold is confident, bold is sure. Sure. Sure, Fully persuaded. With boldness that they may speak to your word by stretching forth your hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy child Jesus. And when they prayed the place was shaken. Where they were assembled together and immediate answer to their prayer. They're all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke the word of God with boldness. They had just got that out of their mouth if they asked for Boldness. Hallelujah. And you keep reading and following the text. There were signs and wonders. Peter's shadow. Other things that were just astounding manifestations of the presence of God. Like Brother Jerry was talking about extraordinary things. Extraordinary things. Some decades ago when I was in healing school, the Lord quickened me to act on these verses one afternoon. I hadn't done it exactly like that before. He said, if you ask anything in my name, Keith, I'll do it. He said, you have authority here uh, under in Brother Hagen's ministry. He gave it to you. He told you to do this. And when these people come in, they, they're submitting to that authority in some degree by being there, by coming there. Did you notice here they said, Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders would be done or wrought in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Is the, I mean, they prayed a lot of prayers that's not included in the scripture. Would it be all right for us to pray this prayer? That was weak. Yeah. Do you think it'd be all right yeah. for us to pray out of the Bible, out of the New Testament, yeah. word for word? If you can't pray that prayer, what prayer can you pray? Right? Based on what? How can you get a better prayer? Holy Spirit inspired for all generations. And we saw the immediate results. We saw it worked. And the Lord quickened me to do that. To lead the people. to, To get focus off of their self. You know, the Bible said when Job prayed for his friends, his captivity got turned. He needed to get it, it, it was so ingrained at that point, he needed to get his focus off of himself, and that allowed him to receive. And so the Lord directed me for us to pray a prayer of faith, asking the Lord to do miracles in our midst. Now. Hmm? And to not focus on ourself. Believe for the person in front of you, behind you. To the side, because a lot of times it's actually easier to believe when you're not the one dealing with the symptoms. Yes. Or you hadn't been dealing with them for the past ten years, or whatever it is. And so I did. I led the, the group. And we had some some things happen, but I didn't realize what else happened. They kept happening. And reports kept coming in. One guy, I found about this the next day. He was not a, uh, a believer. And his wife was a partner with Brother Kenneth Hagin's ministry. And she kept telling him she wanted to go to the campus and she wanted to go to healing school. And he said, no, nah, he wasn't interested in all that. They lived in another part of the country. And this went on for years. Please take me, please take No, I'm not interested in all that. And so finally, the Lord gave her, you know, the Lord's smart, gave her some wisdom and, and brought up that there were some nice lakes in the area where there was some good fishing. And she said, well, you could take me and you could go fishing and I could go to, and he said, well, now that's different. (laughs) And so they, they made arrangements and they came. But his words later I found out, she said when they got there, she started in on him, go with me to at least one. Uh, of the healing service, and no, I don't want to, please, you go to one, because I'm asking you to, and then you can go fishing the rest of the time. I won't bother you. So reluctantly, he came. And so, we, and this was the day that we did this prayer. And actually, the service went long. And he was so upset. And he's fussing at her and cussing on the way out. Don't ever ask me to go again. I thought that preacher would never shut up. And, and on and on and on and on. And he gets in the car and he starts to, to, to start it. And he reached back and he had had a growth on the back of his neck about the size of of, of his hand. And he was used to rubbing it because it would bother him sometime. And, and he, he reached back there and he went, huh, huh, huh. He said, uh, put your hand back there. And she put her hand. She said, woo. God, glory. He said, ah, and he got the rear view mirror and he tried to angle it around.
1: (laughs) It was gone. It was gone. It wasn't his faith. Are y'all with me? It
6: wasn't his faith. Did did you notice the signs and wonders? Well, lo and behold, he's back. The next day, <laughs> and the way I found out about it, they came up after the service, and he was acting differently, <laughs> and I led him in the, in the sinner's prayer. Oh, hallelujah. They, they had a changed life. But do you see what we're talking about here? A reverence for that name. A reverence for the anointing for the power of God. A reverence and a respect. And God doing special things. Extraordinary things.
1: Hallelujah. That's an extraordinary thing. That's
6: beyond that man's faith. He was mad to be there. Think about the mercy. Think about the mercy of the Lord. But see, by coming, he did yield a little bit to show up there Now he's on our turf. That's what the Lord is endeavoring to help me see. We need to get a revelation of our turf. What we can shut down. What we can prevent. What we can bind. What we can loose. What we can believe for. It goes much further than we've been practicing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Brother Hagen said a good friend of his minister was a diabetic and dependent on insulin shots every day. And he was, and they were going to a meeting. They're going to drive in the car over to a meeting and be there for I think it was a week, and then come back. And as they're driving out to pulling out the driveway, getting on the road, Brother Hagen turned and looked at him and said, "You won't register any sugar all the time you're with me." <laughs> Guy just looked at him and said, "Huh." And sure enough, all that week, the guy ate desserts. <laughs> never, and you know, you would test his blood. Never any indication. Didn't need any any insulin. He was shot and didn't register anything until he got back home. Weeks later, started registering again. Come on, can you see this? Amen. But later on, actually, I guess months, even years later, he realized what had happened he got in faith and got healed and was healed from then on. That's not just for Brother Hagin. We got the name of Jesus too. Is that right? We got authority too. Now you don't just say it off the top of your head, huh? But when the Spirit prompts you, don't be Mickey Mouse about it. Speak right up. Is that right? Say, so long as you're long as you're in the meeting with us. You're on our turf. Is As long as you're with me, why? You got authority. You don't have authority everywhere and over everybody. You don't. But that authority extends further than we thought. I believe we should release faith right now for the kind of prayer I'm talking about. Hmm? Please don't be passive. I want you to release faith. You, you're ministers. You know something about this. I want. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. I want you to release faith for a miracle for somebody in here other than yourself. Amen. Are y'all with me now? Uh, hallelujah. Do we have somebody can play the keyboard a little bit and just 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 play softly while we do this. Help us focus. Well, I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. We're gonna believe God. For manifestations of the presence of the Lord in here, we don't, you don't know what your brother needs, what your sister needs, but we know it's God's will Amen. to be completely healed. Amen. Right? Amen. Completely free and delivered from any problems. We know that. They are in all likelihood not opposed to this or they wouldn't be in here tonight. Right? Huh? Just everybody, just say it out loud. Are you open and receptive to what we're talking about right now? So say it out loud. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. I am. Are you open and receptive for somebody us believing for you? Hmm? Yeah, see there? 100%. No resistance. Hallelujah. But now we're not just going to pray a prayer and say, boom, that's it. We're going to keep believing actively for several minutes. Are y'all with me now? Do not get in a hurry on this. Don't get th- This is not teaching. This is something else. Don't get in a hurry on this. Now sometimes in cases like this, the Lord will show me some things that he's doing, like that brain thing a while ago. That, that, that doesn't mean, if I don't call it out, that doesn't mean it's not happening. That's just one thing that he's showing me uh, a glimpse of. And if he does, I may call it out, but um, don't focus on that. What are you going to do? You're going to believe and expect for a manifestation of the presence of God and the healing power of God, miracle-working power of God for somebody around you. Hallelujah. Are you going to do it? Stand up with me, please. Stand up with me. Oh, hallelujah. Let's begin to worship the Lord. Hallelujah.
1: Oh, we worship you, oh, we worship you, there's power in the name, oh, there's glory in the name, in the name, oh. In the name Restoration In the name Of the Lord In the name of the Lord In the name of the Lord In the name In the name In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, pray this out loud
6: with me and release faith. Close your eyes. Don't be looking around. This is not a head thing. This is a spirit thing. This is not reasoning, rationalizing. Sit out loud. Father God, we reverence you. We reverence your Holy Spirit. Your son, Jesus. We honor and adore and respect greatly your person and your workings. You told us, ask anything in the Lord's name. And you would do it. You said anything that we agreed about and touched asking in faith you would cause it to happen. We believe you without reservation. We believe you completely and we do not doubt. We ask you right now
1: right here right now stretch forth your hand to heal heal. and that signs Signs. and wonders would be done done. in the name name. that glorious name that name name above all names names. of Jesus Jesus oh hallelujah expect Expect. Oh Lord, do things for my brother. Do things for my sister right now. Let there be a manifestation of healing and miracle power. Healing and miracle power. Let there come a manifestation. Expect. Expect. smay
6: Now listen to the directions of the Lord. Don't think about yourself right now. Don't pray about yourself right now. You're believing for somebody else in this room. Don't ignore the direction of the Lord. You'll miss it if you do. It doesn't matter what's wrong with you. Get your mind off of you. For the next few minutes, you're believing for whatever manifestation your brother needs. Your sister needs. And they're receiving it. Oh, hallelujah. Stomach problems are being healed. All manner of stomach ailments and difficulties and problems are being healed right now in the name of Jesus. Now, if that's you or you just want to join in faith, put your hands on your stomach. Keep keep expecting now. Don't. Don't turn your faith off. You're expecting.
1: Stomachs be healed. Intestines, colon,
6: the entire digestive system be corrected. Anything there that shouldn't be there be dissolved, be removed, melt
1: like wax
6: before the presence of the Lord. Be cleansed. Be cleansed from every defilement, every infection. Everybody say with those that are receiving, say, I receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it. I receive it. The anointing is working in me right now. I receive it in Jesus' holy name. I reverence the name. I reverence the holy healing power. Akewa. Ona akewa. Come on, don't quit now. Keep, it, keep expecting. You don't you don't have to make noise, but but don't stop expecting. You're expecting right now. Hallelujah. Now the Lord does something in you, you know it, you, you experience the manifestation and presence of the God of the Lord. Shout out,
1: it'll be fine. Shout out, the Lord healed me of this. The Lord, this is gone. Shout it right out loud if that's the case.
6: Don't try to make something up. But as the Lord does things, just shout it right out loud.
1: The pain is gone. The swelling is gone. Thank you, Lord. ha
6: <laughs> Backs. Backs are being healed. Something's happening in low backs right now. Low backs. Right there where the the back joins the, the in the hips. If that's you, put your hand back there, or if you're just joining with others, put your hand back there. Vertebra be corrected, discs be restored, inflammation and swelling go down, nerves be healed, be repaired, be restored. Life flow in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay. Expect. Come on, keep your faith. Expecting for people behind you, people in the back of the room, people in the front of the room, people in the middle, you are expecting Manifestations. Miracles in our midst.
1: Thank you, Lord, for miracles in our midst. Oh, hallelujah. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Throats. Throats are
6: being healed. Throats are being healed. Praise God. If that's you, if you're just joining, put your hand on your throat. Oh. Glory to God. Glory to God. Esophagus, voice box, vocal cords, nerves, the blood flow. Anything not right, be corrected, be removed, be changed in Jesus' name. Parts be restored, cords be restored. Come on, say, I receive it in Jesus' name. I I receive the anointing. I receive healing power. I reverence the power of God. I reverence the Spirit of God. I reverence the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. Oh, kolehate. Oh, kolehate. Come on, you're believing for other people, not just yourself. You're believing for others right now. Use your faith. Expecting manifestations in
1: bodies and minds right now in the name of Jesus. Ocoee,
6: Ocoee, 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 put your hands on your head. One on one hand on each side of your head. Everybody join in with this. So nobody stands out. Said out loud heaviness, heaviness. Leave me now in Jesus' name. Leave Confusion, Confusion. Leave me now. Leave me now. Depression, Depression. Go. go. Leave, me. leave me. Leave this room. this property property? property. Leave leave my life in Jesus name oh hallelujah oh hallelujah I have peace I have peace I have joy I am free I'm delivered from all the power of darkness the sun has set me free and I am completely free
1: free indeed O koena, O koena, O kolaweena, O kolaweena, O kolaweena, O kolaweena, O kolaweena, Nisha, Seta Vipata, Desama, Korimbisi, Laisa. Keep expecting. Keep expecting. Keep expecting. Keep expecting. You're believing for your brother, your fellow minister. You're believing for your sister. You're believing for them. Oh, say one kilo, say one kilo. Say one kilo, say one kilo. Say one one kilo. Yes,
6: Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I heard these words. Just, just. Don't look at me. Don't look around. Keep your eyes closed. Focus on him. Stay in reverence. Stay in expectation. I heard these words, living in the past. Living in the past. Living in the past. Living in the past. You got to stop that. You got to quit that. You can't move forward looking back. It's because of hurts. It's because of things that didn't go the way that you thought they would. Or you were you, you called yourself believing That they would It's failures of the past It's disappointments of the past But the enemy has used that And you've yielded to it To effectively stop Your growth and progress And you were one of the ones We are talking about earlier You lost your joy You've lost your joy You haven't been joyful You haven't had peace Don't let this go on one more night You're in a place of faith We're surrounding you with faith and love. We're all gonna believe God for this together and it's gonna change right now. And the past is not gonna hold you back anymore. Come on, are we in agreement about this? We're, we're in agreement. Come on, say that out loud in Jesus' name. I forgive anyone of anything done against me. I release it. I turn loose of suspicion or questioning why didn't this happen why did this happen I refuse to question God's goodness or faithfulness he has never failed me he never will
1: there's just a lot of things I haven't known or haven't understood I let go of the past of the failures of the sins of the confusion i receive complete forgiveness i receive total cleansing
6: i receive the righteousness of christ and i am completely right before the Father in Jesus name oh
1: hallelujah oh hallelujah oh oh, oh. I'm free I'm free I'm free I'm free. I'm free. I'm free I'm free I'm free I'm free
6: Some of these things you need to stop asking why because you're not just asking for information there's some disrespect in that why and you don't need any disrespect. Some some people need to say, I don't have to know why. I trust you anyway, Lord. I don't have to understand to trust you. I trust you completely. I respect your judgments, your ways. I trust you. Oh, hallelujah. Dana Massa. Confusion loses its hold. Darkness and heaviness loses its grip. In Jesus' name. We've been delivered from all the power of darkness.
1: Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, we're still believing, we're still expecting manifestations for your brother, your sister. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Just
6: keep your eyes closed. Stay focused on him. The Lord is healing joints. 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 A number of people have accepted restricted mobility and swelling and pain in the name of aging. And that's a mistake. You didn't have to do that. That's part of Of the curse, too. You've been redeemed. The Lord is healing joints. He's healing joints. He's healing hands. He's healing hands, knuckles, sockets. He's healing shoulders, hips, knees, ankles.
1: Be loosed. (laughs) be loosed joints in Jesus name be restored be built back up and be strengthened and be restored in Jesus name now
6: uh, the Lord wants to see some more dancing with those restored joints he wants to see he wants to see some more praising some more uplifted hands
1: hallelujah with those those hands and shoulders and joints he wants to that's the best use of a healing is to praise and worship him and, and serve him with it
6: Experience something, call it right out loud. Call it right out loud. Pain is gone. I can move this. Swelling is gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Call it right out loud in thanks to the Lord. You won't you won't bother me, you won't interrupt me. You'll encourage your brothers and sisters that are believing for you
1: around about you. I know it's happening. Oh thank you, Lord. thank you Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. 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 Thank you. Oh, ha. Cosiadone. 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 Nia Lassa. Mia Locos. Mia Lante. Dia Lono. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Who? Close your eyes.
6: I saw this and heard this: strife, 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 strife between husbands and wives, strife uh, between parents and children. It is acting ignorant of Satan's device he moves on this one against their own loved ones he moves on them against them and people are yielding and he laughs the spirits influencing are laughing and mocking while people yell and scream at each other come on say it out loud we are not not. I I am not ignorant Of Satan's devices. The things that people fight over as a usual thing are not nearly as important as they imagine they are, especially in light of eternity. There's a lot of things you could just hush about, you could just be quiet and trust God. You don't own them. You should not try to control them. They belong to the Lord. Nobody owns anybody else. And actually, they're only, you only get to share them for a very, very short time. Oh, you'll know them and fellowship with them in, in heaven, but it'll be different. It is foolish of us and ignorant of us. To let the enemy rob us of whole days, whole weeks. We could have enjoyed each other's fellowship when we stared in strife over things that later on we'll just shake our head and think how stupid that was, how silly that was. We will not be with each other always. These times are very short, very precious. Say it out loud. Satan, I resist you. You have no right, no place in our marriages, in our families, in our homes. I take a stand to give you no place, no place. I resist you and we stop yielding to strife. In our house. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Pray in the spirit a little bit. Cole, inte,
1: Kama, Yesho, Duya, Minato, Nisala, Negadon, Nikero, Dinela, Essaka, Feliciava. Telichiaba. Telichiaba. Say, say this out loud. Say this out loud. Oh Lord, Lord.
6: set set a watch at the door of my mouth. Alert me. Arrest me. I'm
1: asking you to. I'm giving you permission. Arrest me in mid thought, mid sentence. If I'm yielding to strife, help me to see it,
6: and by your grace, I will stop yielding to it,
1: in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the peace that passes
6: understanding will keep our hearts and minds and fill our homes and our cars and our offices And our workplaces, somebody say, so be it in Jesus' name. So be it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're still believing. Just just don't be looking around. You're still expecting for your brother, for your sister. These things that are happening, they're happening in response to our prayer in faith. Hallelujah. Lord, whatever else needs to be done. Whatever else needs to happen in spirits, in minds, in souls, in bodies, in lives. Komia. Laysa komia. We ask for it. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. O kom elisi. His presence is here. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord, for the working of your Holy Spirit and the working of your holy angels. Come here. Yes, come here. Yes, come here. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Voma, Reisa. Ha. Ha. Voma, Reisa. Ha. Ah. Voma resa. Voma Just keep your eyes closed up. Jesus said, if you're coming to bring an offering and you remember that your brother has something against you, stop. Go be reconciled with your brother. Then, come bring your offering. Bible said in 1 Peter 3 if husbands and wives don't treat each other with honor and respect their prayers can be hindered. If you have felt like some pastor or some church or some ministry in your town or in your area has done something wrong against you you must release that or your offerings can be hindered. Why would he say, get that right before you bring the offering? That, again, that's not all your town. Do you want to be responsible for every soul in that county when you stand before the Lord? You ought to be glad for some help. Well, they took some of my people, they never were your people. Is everybody awake? But any root of bitterness affects everything in your ministry. You don't realize it, but it puts a twist on your preaching. It puts a, a dark slant on some things you say. It changes your countenance because it's always there with you. Somebody wrongs you. Somebody hurts you. Somebody took something from you. Whether it actually happened or, or you just imagine that it did, the effects are the same. So come on in, in, in all genuineness said out loud, I forgive. No matter what they said, go ahead and say it out loud, no matter what they said, no matter what they did against me, I ask you, Father, forgive them. Lay not that sin to their charge. And I release them I forgive them. They owe me nothing. Not an apology. Not an explanation. They owe me nothing. I release it. And them, I forgive it. And them, I'm free. They're free from it. In Jesus' name.
1: Oh, come on, lift your hands. And thank the Lord. Come on, thank Him. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Lord.
6: Listen to this. Keep your eyes closed. Now, the Lord says, there will be pancreas and kidneys healed. It was connected to the holding the hurts from the past. My, my. That's why the thing kept hanging on, kept hanging on, kept hanging on. Put your hands one on one side of your body, one on the other. Everybody join in faith with this. Sit out loud. Kidneys. Kidneys. Be cleansed. Be, cleansed. Be, restored. be restored. Function normally. Function completely. Perfectly.
1: In the name. In the name. <laughs> Boy, that name. Oh, that name. In the name of Jesus. The
6: pancreas. Be healed. Be restored. be restored. Liver. Yeah. Be, restored. be restored. In Jesus' name. Oh, Cornelisi. Salo oh, Cobati. Genomandati. All that uh, uh, yeah, gangrene type stuff. Be burned up in Jesus' name. All that infection and inflammation. Be removed. Be consumed by the power of God in Jesus' name. The fire of God is burning things up and consuming them inside organs and inside in between body parts. Oh, somebody say, I receive it. I receive it in Jesus' name. You're receiving it not just for yourself, but for others too, with them. We receive it in Jesus' name. We receive it in Jesus' name. We receive it in Jesus' name. The anointing is working
1: in me right now the anointing is working oh thank you oh thank you oh thank you oh thank you
6: to God saints great things are happening have happened are happening will continue to happen now again you can call it right out loud you experience a manifestation you say glory to God I'm healed you can say the pain is gone you can say the immobility is gone (laughs) <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you, 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 we need to actually because you remember the, the ten lepers that were healed and only the one came back and gave glory. We need to. We need to give glory to God. We need to call it out, shout it out, and proclaim it. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes
2: Yes
1: Yes Yes
6: These words. The Lord said, Your words have been stout against yourself. And I heard these words. I can't. I can't sleep. I don't know what's wrong, but I just I can't sleep. I can't sit for very long. I, I, I I'm sorry, but I can't. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I can't go like I used to. I can't travel. If you decree a thing. It'll be so too. The scripture did not say you can't. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord is delivering from limitations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he needs your mouth. And you've got to stop saying what you can't do. You've got to stop that now. The thing is, you know better. You know better. But you've gotten used to saying it and even the people around you have heard you say it so much. They don't hardly notice it anymore. We've already said, Lord said, a watch at the door of my mouth. If you hear yourself start to say, "I, I can't sleep. I can't eat. I can't sit. I can't travel. I can't ride in a car. Makes me sick. Motion makes me sick. Being around this makes me sick. Being around this makes me, it doesn't have to. You can be healed. You can be healed. Yeah, but I'm ex-amount of years old. We've already talked about that. Stop saying I can't. Stop saying I can't. It's limiting. Limiting the Holy One of Israel from doing extraordinary things. Say it out loud, Father, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for saying I can't. I know better. You've taught me better. I repent. Alert me, lest I say it again. Help me to realize it and be aware and I I, I cancel my past words all the times I said I can't. I'm canceling that in Jesus name. I'm saying I'm going on record. That's not what I believe. I don't believe that.
1: I believe and I say I can, I can, I can can.
6: Do do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, stay with me now.
1: I can eat anything I need to eat. I can go anywhere I need to go. I can sleep anywhere I need to sleep. I can sit as long as I need to sit. I can do anything I need to do and any good thing I want to do. I can do all things through the anointed one
6: and his anointing which quickens me and strengthens me and empowers me and enables me no longer will I say I can't. I say God says and I say
1: I can. I can. I can. I can do it. I I can go. I can go. I can go.
6: I can go. Don't say I can't go. The Lord is trying to rob some people of their ministry by limiting them in different areas. Uh, The psalmist said, I will go in the strength of the Lord God. Don't say I can't go. Say I will go. go. In the strength strength. of the Lord God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Strong in the Lord and in the power of his might I will go in the strength of the Lord God every time you're tempted to say I can't go what are you going to say come on help me out no you can't go you can't go because you're not able you can't go because you got all this
1: junk going on. You can't go because you don't have enough money. You can't go. So I will go. I will go in the strength of the Lord God.
6: I can go anywhere I need to go, do anything I need to do, and enjoy it. Enjoy it too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's thank the Lord another time. If you lift up your hands, Lord,
1: we thank you. We worship you. We praise you. We bless you. We glorify you. We magnify you.
6: expecting a little bit longer. Things are continuing to happen. Just keep expecting, not just thinking about yourself now. You're you're believing people in front of you, behind you, whatever they need. Whatever they need. Thank you, Lord, for manifesting. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. And this this should continue all night tonight and uh, into tomorrow. When you think about it, you just lay in the bed, you put your hands on your body and say, the anointing is working in me. The anointing is working in me. When you wake up in the morning, remind yourself, the anointing is working in me. It's working in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pastor. Old oh, Hallelujah. The
0: anointing is working in me. It's working in me mightily. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father We honor your presence. We honor the anointing in this place. And we honor the work that has taken place and the work that is going to continue to take place. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father, that we are carriers of this anointing. We are carriers of this power. You that Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Thank you, Father, that you are exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask, think, dream, or imagine, according to the power that works within us. I thank you that exceeding abundantly above all is taking place in every life, in every ministry. within all our children, the exceeding, the abundantly above all is happening right now. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the finished work. The finished work.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Let's rejoice in what took place that what take took place tonight and was going to continue to take place hallelujah thank you father hallelujah
2: hallelujah
0: for your obedience to release into our lives that healing anointing hallelujah thank you father hmm. hallelujah it's not really how to end something like this but just continue to leave as you leave let that anointing continue to work in you don't forget to check out the bookstore and the products we have in there the the thumb drives for the the meetings also, we do, have, we do have desserts and coffee next doors for a time of fellowships. encourage you to go next door for that. I want to connect with you. Amen. And let this anointing continue to work throughout the rest of tonight in our fellowship. When you lay your head down tonight. Amen. Come back tomorrow morning. We will have a continental breakfast in the morning. And uh, Dr. Savell and Brother Moore will be back with us in the morning as well. Other than that, love you. God bless. And we'll see you next door.